I'm thankful you're well. You're listening to Gaino. If you're tuning in for the first time today, Gaino is a Seneca word for music or song. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and each week we take a listen to some incredible music from different indigenous artists from all across Turtle Island. So for this next hour, as always, here's your cordial invitation to enjoy the music in the chat. I met today's featured artist when I spent a little bit of time on Albuquerque, New Mexico with the Native America Calling Crew. As you might recall, we hosted a number of musicians live in the studio for the first time, including Iwa. Iwa is a two-spirit recording artist. They're Peeposh and Kechan and an enrolled member of the Gila River Indian community. A recording artist and poet residing in Flagstaff, Arizona. In February of 2021, they released their debut EP, Dysphoria, an account of their journey with gender identity, religious trauma, and breaking toxic cycles to find life abundant. We're going to be listening to a little bit of this EP, but in the meantime, I have a brand new single called Tangerine Lamborghini coming your way. Turn it up and sing along. You're listening to Gyno. I might have a God complex, but this theology is robust. Baby girl, foreclose the deal like Sears Roebuck. Allergic to legumes, she lose her breath because I go nuts. Got behind the wheel because we broke up. Hurts donut. Maybe I was inconsiderate. I hadn't yet considered it. Come to mention it. The moments where I could have noticed it was time to finish it were so abundant. Maybe I just didn't pay attention. Like when she said joke, I said it louder. And it always pleased the crowds of friends I wouldn't have without her. She probably hate my guts now. That's like 30 feet of distrust. That's why we lost touch now. Feels like I dropped a winning touchdown. So I get the daydreaming. I push the pedal down just like my feelings. Dream about a tangerine Lamborghini. Windows tinted, can't nobody see me. I daydream about a tangerine Lamborghini. Tangerine Lamborghini. I forget the thing you said. That time we talked astrology, something about ascendant signs, embracing my autonomy. I couldn't get my mind around it then, I think I do now. And all that I can ask myself is what I'm gonna do now. Think you're better off without me, used to ask you not to doubt. Seems that you were right about me, always done it for the clout. Posting on my SoundCloud, pretty sure that's how you found me. When I was underground, my songs were hard to market, bars were sounding lousy. Now I caught a wave, music played in provinces and city states. 2023, the tour will take me to these 50 states, and after every show i wish that we could get a denny's plate i reach into my heart and find these car keys in its place i reach into my heart to find these car keys in its place i daydream about a tangerine lamborghini windows tinted can't nobody see me Daydream about a tangerine Lamborghini. Tangerine Lamborghini. The song gracing your ears and kicking off our listening this morning is Tangerine Lamborghini, a smooth, smooth track from today's featured artist Iwa. Welcome back. You're listening to Gyno. 
I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and I'm excited for a follow-up conversation with today's featured artist. Welcome to Gaino Today, Iwa Nyawishkano. How are you doing today? Hello, all the wonderful listeners out there. I'm doing really well, Brett, and it's, like you said, just so wonderful to be back with you, having a conversation, getting to... Yeah, sit down and have a chat today. Well, it was great meeting in person. It was great uh, being able to spend a little bit of time out there with network friends. You know, one thing, though, that is unfortunate with that kind of uh, format, right, obviously, is we had to split the time up between what did we have in the studio that day, like four artists or something like that? Yeah, that was, yeah, four of them. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking on it. But the limitation, obviously, is the amount of time that we get to dedicate, right? So today is all about you, my friend. And I'm excited to get to know you, to uh, help my listeners get to know you and your incredible art. And I think we have a really important conversation to be having today. So uh, if it's okay with you, let's uh, get started with some introductions. Please do me the honor and let listeners out there know a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. Kamadatkumuvak to all listeners out there. My name is Iwa, and I'm a songwriter, performer, and recording artist. I'm representing District 7 of Gila River Indian Community. I'm a Peeposh and Quitcon artist and yeah just really thankful to be on the show today as we get diving into a little bit of your musical history uh some of your personal journey also is interwoven into this uh, musicality of it all as well and I, I feel like they're inextricably tied together you know uh, well let's start first things first uh let's start with the name iwa it's my understanding that that is a peeposh name as well what does it mean that's correct yeah people it's actually a peeposh word for heart uh, Iwa is the, the original pronunciation. You settled on this name because why? Well, I was performing under other names before, and they didn't necessarily feel broad enough to encapsulate all that I wanted to accomplish artistically. And so I kind of created a new medium to channel some of that creativity. And Iwa, uh, really, the idea is to be generating music from the space of the heart, from that creative, honest, vulnerable space. And so, yeah, it just really felt suitable for that. And as we get going in our conversation, it'll really become apparent uh, exactly why I think uh, you settled on that name as well. Uh, uh, Before we get back into the listening, though, let's talk a little bit about your musical background. How did you get involved with performing and creating music? Definitely. I think some of my first, and I think there's a little bit of weight on the word performance in this instance, but... A lot of my first experiences doing music in front of other people was growing up in a church community, like in a faith-based community, and performing praise music. And so um, it it led me into some spaces where I began to see uh, the off-ramp, if you will, to be able to create some of my own music and have some of my own say, and in part even some of my own spirituality in the music. So I think my first journey into songwriting, uh, in a sense, that was more of a big deal. Like it, it became really real to me was an internship that I did in 2017, working for a nonprofit called Arabon, and it was the Urban Doxology Songwriting Internship. Uh, what is that, that moment exactly? for me? It was really pivotal. Yeah. Yeah. So, th- so this is a this is a nonprofit that that uh, hosts this internship to bring songwriters from around the country together to live in communities, but specifically a community um, 
that faces difficulties on the margin uh, in regard to race and economic, socioeconomic uh, inequality. Sure. And so I spent a few minutes, few uh, a few months, excuse me, living in that community. And I guess as I learned more about life in that corner of the world, I began to write music from that place. And that's sort of what the internship is about, is just facilitating space for that to happen. And as you were mentioning before I rudely cut you off, this uh, experience was really pivotal in your musical journey too, yeah? It absolutely was. I did not come into musical space with a ton of confidence Mm. uh, prior to that experience. And I just remember being extremely built up um, during my time there. I think... It was some of the first chance I had to really show what I was capable of, what what my gifts are, what my skill sets are. And I just remember my boss, David, one of his last recommendations before I left that summer was for me to just buy a more professional guitar specifically. He was like, buy a Strat and start writing music. And because he just saw so much potential in me as like a front man, as a leader of a band and that affirmation really stuck with me, and I, I, I mean, I did what he said. I, <laughs> I own a Strat now that I, I'm really happy with. Uh, you can't go wrong there. It is a great guitar. I, uh, well, we'll 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 keep the gear chat for another discussion. But um, <laughs> now, let's hold off on on this part of the journey. We'll come back and and talk about life after uh, Urban Doxology's songwriting internship and everything like that. Um, but let's get back into the music right now. Uh, let's see. What are you listening to? Who do we need to know about before uh, our time is up? Oh, absolutely. I mean, anytime I'm in the space and I get to pick an artist for people to listen to, I, I think people need to just be more aware of Olivia Komachi. Um, Just an absolutely incredible guitarist, but also brilliant artist who just has a, an ear for later. They do a lot of live looping. Um so yeah, I know Olivia has some music, some recorded music out there in the world. I would love there to be a lot, a lot more, but <laughs> sort of selfishly, um, yeah, I, I have to say Olivia. That's somebody you need to know. Uh, you got it, my friend. Olivia Komachit is coming up before the end of this block. And looking ahead to the remainder of our show, we're also going to be hearing from the likes of Niska Napoleon, one from Tanya Tagak, and uh, the Tongues remix album uh, but getting back into our listening right now and specifically from Iwa uh, we're going to be listening to Boys Don't Cry from the 2021 Dysphoria EP we'll be right back to chat some more turn it up and sing along you're listening to Gyno. Just let me cry 
say boys don't cry Guess I'm not a boy, am I? Guess I'm not a boy, am I? They say boys don't cry Guess I'm not a boy, am I? Guess I'm not a boy, am I?
Hi, this is Mark Marilanen, and you're listening to Gyno. Cheats Miku, a track released in February of this year. Welcome back. You're listening to Gyno. If you're just now tuning in, uh, I'm getting caught up with my friend Iwa. In the first block, we got caught up on the meaning of the name Iwa. It's heart and peeposh. And uh, we also got a little bit acquainted with the Urban Doxology songwriting internship, a moment in Iwa's life that was really pivotal in this musical transformation and i, I want to pick up right there iwa uh, let's let's talk specifically about life after this opportunity you went home you got the strat and you just started writing away is that how this went down definitely so i had a group of songs that i wrote and they were just sort of living in my sort of like online cloud on my phone during the internship you know i was finishing up writing a collection of songs and I think I just didn't have the confidence before that to really consider putting them out for myself. And so coming home with all of this, I guess, fresh eyes to see the gifting and some motivation to pursue it. I reached out to a friend of mine who was just getting into producing at the time. Uh, Lav Kai is his artist name, his producer name. And uh, Lav Kai and I started working together and it was the beginning of a really beautiful collaborative effort. Mm. Uh, at the time, I was going by the name Brother, and those songs were cool. Um, I really wanted to explore 
some of the marriage between poetry and hip-hop. But ultimately, Iwa was born from that place, I'd say, Um, because I sensed some of the limitation of doing specifically just hip-hop and and poetry, and I wanted to to venture further. And so uh, I guess a good beginning of that timeline is the start of the pandemic, where I really just, you know, the world is on freeze. Everyone is up in the air about things. And I felt the freedom to say, hey, like, this could be anything. I could go anywhere from here. There's no blueprint for what the world looks like after this. So uh, that's really the transformation from Brother to Iwa. And when we recorded the Dysphoria EP was in the middle of the pandemic in 2020. Iwa, you identify as two-spirit, and my question is, is uh, did you feel that recording as brother uh, it was limiting in that sense as well? Uh, is that some of the skin that you had to shed moving forward? Brett, this is an amazing question. Um, I'm so thankful you asked me this. Yeah, that is absolutely where I was at at that time. Uh, brother was this really limiting space, and it was also this name that I had taken on as part of my family, um, sort of existing in this family unit as brother. And so there was this shedding of like, okay, th- this is what other people have labeled me as. This is some of the some of what I've taken on. What what about making art in a in a space where I'm more free, where I am not constrained to sort of this gendered experience, and I'm also not constrained by these labeling. You know, this is what I was alluding to at the beginning of our conversation. This is the importance of of our chat today. Um, You know, and and I don't want to get too sidetracked. I don't want to make it about me or anything, and I'll keep it as short as possible. Um, I mentored a student at our high school for a couple of months, and this student is non-binary. And so, you know, naturally conversations come up with my young sons. And and so, you know, it really, really helped me to sit with this question. Well, what does it mean, right? And I got to say, Iwa, and this was really kind of profound. This student ended up being one of my best teachers without even, I think, realizing it. Uh, You know, I'm vacuuming one day and I... It suddenly dawned on me for the longest time in my life, uh, I had identity issues in regards to race specifically. Uh, you know, my mother is non-indigenous. My father is about as full as I, I guess you can get. But, you know, because of politics and colonization and, and stupidity yeah. and things like that, you know, I, I don't fit into either camp nicely, mm-hmm. you know. And in a country mm-hmm. where that is kind of the norm, that's really frustrating for an individual. And, you know, when I, it kind of dawned on me like, wow, I don't have to pick or choose this or that. I am simply somewhere in between. And I, I suddenly felt like I started to understand a little bit more of, of what it means to be non-binary, so to speak, you know. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a ton of sense, Brett. And I, I'm just really thankful for your vulnerability in that. Um, yeah, I think neatly is just really not a, a way that human beings can really exist. I don't right. know, neatly, it's, it's, it's such a, a, a load of pressure to sure. maintain. Well, and these are the themes that you specifically address on dysphoria, right? And 
yeah, that's that's absolutely the, the headspace I was in for that. I was wondering if you could expound on on what listeners can expect when they listen to the CP. Definitely. Well, I I really wanted to make it concise in a way. Um, the songs are not these long drawn out productions. You know, they're each just around three minutes long, and I think I think where that thought process originated from was Boys Don't Cry in its original version was this really lengthy, very, it was kind of a narrative moment where I was telling my whole story and it just didn't sit with me right. And I think I was just trying to tell the whole story in one song. And so the the charge then for me was, well, why don't we make an EP that tells the story and you could take some of the pressure off of this Boys Don't Cry. So I, I think an artist at times just knows when they have something special. And I knew Boys Don't Cry had, had the makings to be something special and impactful. I put that intention and energy into it. And so taking the pressure off of Boys Don't Cry um, allowed it to be this kind of introduction on that EP to the dysphoric state, if you will. Mm. Um, it's, it's a really interesting idea of time that's juggled there uh, because Boys Don't Cry sort of reflects my current present mindset. But as you progress through the EP, it does sort of expose some of the mindset from within the dysphoric experience. Like while I was still struggling and still wrestling with identity and still breaking my way out of relationships that were unhealthy. So you hear the the pitch modulation of the voice and that kind of signifies some of those thought processes that were ultimately not very healthy, but that I was stuck in. Oh, wow. I, I'm just blown away uh, with with your statement right there. And I, I think this is a good break point. Uh, let's, let's get back into the music okay. right now. Uh, we can come back and wrap things up here in just a few. Uh, so you were kind enough to give me another recommendation. And this is actually an artist that we got to spend a little bit of time with, Ailani. Uh, and you are a huge fan, yeah? And you were letting me know she just had a milestone with her Heartbroken Bones album, right? That's right. Just celebrated one year, to my understanding. I, I love that indie pop sound. And I know Ailani's going to continue to do great things as well. Yeah. Uh, in fact, you yeah. know, I, I got to get her on the show here in the near future, too. So uh, we got oh, honest. she loved that. Yeah, honest. Honestly, from Heartbroken Bones coming up, also one from Melody MacArthur about kicking things off right now is Iwa's 2022 single, Grand Prix. At this time, you're invited to turn it up. You're listening to Gyna. My head is heavy and my heart is racing. Lights out and I'm chasing pavement Red flags waving and I'm burning now There's no winning when you're full of doubt I am on and on You run me down F1 I've used up my battery Tired of running in your grand Pass at you, hit the gas and the crash into the other 
Everybody, it's your girl Melody MacArthur, and you're listening to Native Voice One. I wanna practice what I preach. I wanna love, I wanna teach, I wanna give back to the world. Take care of my baby girl, yeah. I wanna love and trust, not lies in lust. So give it to me. Uh yeah, give it to me, give it to me. Ooh, can't forget the times that we Get the times that we had 
be right back for the remainder of my chat with Iwa. In the meantime, it's Carson Gray's Someplace today on Gyno. Someplace.
Ilani's Honestly from Heartbroken Bones. Try and say that 10 times fast. Welcome back. You're listening to Gyno. Uh, I'm getting caught up with good friend Iwa. I'm so grateful for this conversation today. And uh, we, we got to go on a little bit of a journey. It's amazing, I, I think, you know, how transportative short conversations can be. We haven't been on that long, but it feels like a lot longer, you know. Right. Brett, you and I are old friends at this point. <laughs> I feel like that, you know, by today's standards, especially, right? <laughs> sure thing, yeah. Iwa, this has been such a, an insightful and enlightening conversation. And while we were listening to the tunes, waiting to come back and talk, you know, um, I, I want to try and, and tie in your journey uh, and future plans and, and what you have going on next. What is next for you? August is a very busy month for me. It's maybe the busiest month of my career, and I'm really excited. Uh, I have a few performances scheduled. If you're at all in the Flagstaff area, I'm playing downtown for first Friday, uh, next Friday, from 6 to 8 p.m. But I've also got, you know, a few planned uh, for New Mexico towards the end of the month. During market, I'll be playing twice in Santa Fe. That's on August 20th. Uh, and then also August 25th, I am playing my first live band show 
at Launchpad. So that's it's so exciting to me being able to to hear the music reimagined yeah. with live instruments. So that's so, a first for you. That's the first. Oh, that is the first for you. Right on. And you're also uh, continuing to work on new music as well. Oh, absolutely. I have one more single up my sleeve for the the end of this year, and I'm also right in the middle of shooting a music video for it. So, um, yeah, really exciting things coming from me. I'm, I'm very excited about this last track of the year. And can you give us any uh, insider information about this track that's going to be coming out soon? <laughs> The world exclusives here, Brett. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this this song is entitled Staring at Screens. And it's really revelatory uh, from my perspective of, of the experience of creating things for social media and how it has the potential to really rob you of some of your joy and sort of make you feel as though, uh, you know, that concept of neatly comes back to mind that you mentioned earlier, just feel like you should neatly fit inside the confines of this phone screen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely just speaking to some of those feelings, absolutely. Oh, I can't wait, Iwa. And thank you so much for your time and your art and your dedication to creating safe spaces uh, for everyone in the rainbow, you know. And I certainly hope mm-hmm. you'll join me on Gaino again soon. Oh, I would love to, Brett. I'm so thankful for this conversation, and thank you all for listening. <laughs> Which one am I? Formed from the dirt or drawn from the side? Asking for a sign. Was I born this way or when did I decide? I can't deny the man that I've been or the person that I have become. Searching for peace of mind, still all that I find is you called me to love. So I'm
This is Iwa from District 7 of the Gila River Indian Community, and you're tuning in to Gaino.
For this and past episodes of Gyno, log on to gynomusic.fm or nv1.org. Also, to discover more music from incredible indigenous artists, be sure to check out the Native Artist Directory at nativeartistdirectory.com. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.